Dear Diary, You know the saying, ignorance is bliss? We hear it all the time, but what do they really mean by that? As humans, we face daily stresses that can easily distract us. And if we constantly stress over everything, especially over the things we can't control, we tend to lose focus on what really matters in life. Or, if you're like me, you might even just shut your brain off in order to completely avoid these unnecessary stresses. You might be living your life in complete blissful ignorance and not even realize it. So remember how last time I was talking about how all the toilet paper and hand sanitizers were completely sold out? Well, I mentioned that I had written that fake diary entry to serve as an anecdote that would help you try to imagine what it was like for you during that time when most of us weren't quite aware of what was going on in the world because we hadn't been directly affected yet. We were all still living our normal lives. And if you were like me, you might have also been completely oblivious to any real news regarding the coronavirus. I honestly don't really keep up with the news, ever. And I used to always dread doing those stupid current events assignments in my history classes growing up. I guess I never really valued the news or understood the importance of staying current and up to date with what is going on in the world. I guess as a kid, I just always thought the news was boring. I remember when I was growing up, my dad would watch Fox News every single night at dinner, and I didn't understand anything they were saying, so I never bothered paying attention. As a kid, the news to me was just old people talking about boring things that really didn't pertain to me or my life because what could I possibly do to change anything going on in the world? Nothing. So why worry about it? I guess I always grew up with this ignorance is bliss type of mindset, and this was especially true for me during the time before the pandemic. I had almost quite literally shut my mind off because I didn't want to think about anything or stress myself out anymore. I really struggled to remember back to what exactly I was doing or thinking during that time before the pandemic because... I realized my mind and even my body had been completely on an autopilot mode because of how I was living the same mindless and habitual routines every day. Since I had been mentally and emotionally detached for quite some time, it was quite challenging for me to recall the tiny details from those pre-pandemic days. Do you ever think back to a random date or time and try to draw up a memory and nothing comes to mind? It happened to me almost every Monday at work. 
One of my coworkers would ask me, how was your weekend? And I would say it was good. And then they'd ask me what I did or if I did anything fun or eventful. And my mind would just sometimes draw a complete blank. How does that even happen? The weekend literally just passed. How could I possibly forget already? Memory is a tricky thing. It's always hard to remember the uneventful moments in life. I mean, makes sense. If nothing crazy interesting or out of the ordinary happens, then we just forget about those trivial moments and label it as just another day in the life. Same old, same old. Here. Let me try to help put things into perspective. So, I'll ask you this. Do you remember what you were doing on March 13th? Probably not. At least, not right off the top of your head. And I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be able to recount the events that occurred during the entire week. If you do remember, hey, kudos to you. It even took me a while to try to think about it and really remember when I asked myself this same question. But it helped when I looked at the date on the calendar. I saw that March 13th had landed on a Friday this year. And then I remembered everything almost as if it just happened last week. I honestly wasn't aware that it was Friday the 13th at the time, but I'm pretty sure I knew it was a Friday when I woke up that morning. I probably got into my car and listened to the same playlist that I usually play on my way to work, just like any other day, and I'm not gonna lie, I probably was already wishing it were 5 o'clock. I mean, come on, it was a Friday. Can you blame me? I can just picture myself singing along to my favorite songs, mindlessly driving to work, probably thinking about the weekend, thinking it would be just like any other day. Except I actually can remember this day quite well now because it wasn't just another work day. That day, I remember the patient schedule had begun to fall apart. There were a lot of no-shows, and I essentially had nothing to do because if there weren't any patients, then I couldn't do cleanings. I remember thinking, this is so weird. Where is everybody? And since we had an early lunch, Me and my coworkers went to Kroger right next door to kill some time, and I just remember it being such a strange sight, and I immediately felt out of touch with society. A lot of the food shelves were completely empty. Bottled water was completely sold out. There wasn't a cleaning product in sight. The checkout lines were insanely long, and people's carts were completely stockpiled full, and the looks on their faces made it seem as if the world was ending. 
I was shook. I had heard about this sort of thing happening during this time, but it didn't really hit me until I experienced it in real life and saw it from my own eyes. I knew the coronavirus was the current big scare on the news, but I didn't know if and how it was actually going to affect us or how long it would even last. But this live action mass panic at the grocery store really was more eye-opening and alarming for me than any other news headline at the time. I low-key felt an immediate wave of mild panic start to arise in my thoughts. And I just remember thinking, oh shit, this is real. It's starting to affect me and my life. For those of you who still can't remember any of the events that occurred around that time, let me try to help jog your memory a bit. It was Friday the 13th, just a couple of days after the mayor had officially shut down the rodeo. I'm assuming most, if not all, of my listeners are Houstonians, and we all know how big the Houston Livestock Rodeo is for our city, and we look forward to it year after year. The carnival, the fried food and the barbecue, concerts, the traffic, oh yeah, the traffic is awful. Even if you love going to the rodeo, I can bet a million bucks that you can't stand the traffic. So if you're not from Houston, or if you don't have any idea what I'm talking about, let me just guarantee you that the Houston rodeo is sort of a big deal around here. You can imagine the shock and disbelief that the majority of the Houston population felt when the rodeo had been shut down. Now try to think back to Friday, March 13th. People had been in a mass panic and stockpiling in the grocery stores, and now the rodeo was canceled too. People were outraged. If you had already bought tickets for the carnival or had planned on seeing Lizzo or any of the other big name artists, sorry. You were straight out of luck, just like everyone else. This coronavirus thing was starting to get pretty real, huh? Now that I've reminded you of those strong emotions like panic and outrage and shock, you were probably able to paint a more vivid picture from your memory during this time, right? For me, Everything came back almost effortlessly, and I felt like I was able to relive that entire week. And I remembered it well because the day before the mayor had announced the shutdown, I had been gifted free rodeo tickets, and I went with my boyfriend because we really wanted to take advantage of the sweet deal with free parking. And fine, I just really wanted to get a corn dog, okay? It was just a random Tuesday night, but hey, we had nothing better to do. 
And the best part was, I got to see one of my best friends there, and we celebrated her birthday at midnight. Overall, I would say it was an absolutely fun and memorable night for me. So then I tried to put the pieces together to remember how that whole week went. I can't really remember anything about that Monday, but it was probably just a normal and uneventful, well, Monday. Everyone hates Mondays. It's probably why they're always so uneventful. And then Tuesday comes around and I went to the rodeo and everything seemed normal until the very next day. On Wednesday, the mayor announced the shutdown of the rodeo. And my first thought was, I guess we we're lucky that we got to go last night. Then two days later, it's Friday the 13th, and I witnessed firsthand the mass panic at the grocery store. And now I'm thinking, shit is really getting real. Suddenly, things were starting to become different, and it felt very out of the norm. More people were starting to become aware of what was happening because now we were starting to directly become affected. This was the first major impact on Houston as a result of the coronavirus, and I'm sure it was one of the first real shocking turn of events that really disrupted our normal way of living, and it really woke us up. Now that my city had been directly impacted by the coronavirus, I realized that my life was actually going to be affected. My family and my friends were going to be affected. But what really woke me up was that it wasn't just affecting me and my loved ones. Everyone was going to be impacted by this virus. People were starting to lose their jobs, their livelihood. This was now everyone's terrifying new reality. This might not feel as intense or raw to you as it once did when all of this was actually happening since so much time has already passed. We're approaching mid-May now and just like that we are practically halfway into the year. I'm pretty sure Nobody expected this was what 2020 was going to be like for any of us. It's crazy to think that quarantine life really has sort of become like the new normal. It's almost bizarre to think back and remember that there was an old normal way of living. And then there was the short period of time when we all struggled to grasp what was going on and were perhaps super panicked. We've all felt an unsettling sense of fear. Fear of losing our jobs, fear of the virus, fear of the unknown. The panic during this time was very real 
and perhaps extremely scary for most of us. We were all blindsided and forced to face this harsh new reality and we were all struggling to find a sense of normality during these unprecedented times. Not only were the headlines from the major news sources constantly alerting us of all the bad news, but now everyone's social media posts were starting to stir real panic because it's even more real when you see someone you know in real life post about it, right? I started seeing and reading more posts about the horrifying news that was happening in New York at the time. I was constantly bombarded with scary news and I just felt completely helpless. I felt like nobody really knew what the fuck was going on. We all felt like we were being kept in the dark and not knowing what to expect during a time like this can lead to absolute chaos. The unknown sparks fear. And fear is the initial flame that ignites a wildfire of mass panic. We were now being told that we were about to face a global pandemic. We were now going to have to combat a virus which there was no cure for, no vaccine, or any means of prevention. No way to protect ourselves from this imminent and deadly threat. They didn't know exactly how the virus was being spread and they weren't aware of the non-symptomatic carriers and the major risks that were imposed on the elder population and immunocompromised patients. We were told that the nation was absolutely not prepared for an event like this and we were already running out of medical supplies to treat the infected patients. We hadn't even hit the peak or experienced the worst of it yet. And now they had started to recommend practicing this new thing called social distancing. Local businesses might be shutting down. No more going out to eat or even going out in public places. Now we were being told by our government that we have to stay home and quarantine for two weeks to try to flatten the curve. People were now expected to stay home and weren't able to work in order to pay for rent or provide for their families. Working now meant risking your health in order to make a living, risking your loved one's health to provide for them. As the number of coronavirus cases increased, so did the number of deaths. Working now meant risking your life to make money, your loved one's lives. Is it worth it? Fast forward another week or two. Now, you are only allowed to work if you are labeled as an essential worker. For those of us non-essential humans of society, we were expected to stay home and 
We didn't know if we were ever going to be able to work again. We didn't even know what to do with ourselves. What do you do with yourself when you aren't able to work? Crazy times we're living in, huh? For those of you who have kept up with me this entire time, I appreciate your patience and I'm glad you're still listening to me. This two-part episode is called Blessings in Disguise and I know it doesn't really sound like I got to that part quite yet, but I do want to leave off here because I think it's really interesting how much time has passed since before the quarantine actually began and I appreciate how we've all been trying to adapt to this new way of living in our own ways to find our own sense of normalcy during these uncertain times. For those of you who weren't able to work during this time, I want you to think about how difficult it might have been for you to adjust to this quarantine lifestyle at first. Think about what your new daily routines consisted of, if there was even any routine at all. What were you doing to help pass the time during those first two weeks of quarantine? During the first two weeks of uncertainty? Were you indulging in all your favorite comfort foods and drinking alcohol almost every other day to get your mind off of things? Or were you trying to be productive with your time off and finally do those things that you've always wanted to do but never had the time? There's absolutely nothing wrong with either of those things I just mentioned. I actually did both. But I merely wanted to ask you so you could think back and Reflect on how you spent those first two weeks of quarantine. You might have felt alone in isolation, but we were all struggling during this time. Sometimes it seems impossible to find the silver lining in a situation like this coronavirus pandemic. And at times, We may even have to battle with ourselves to remain positive when we're faced with fear and panic. I found it very challenging myself, especially during those first two weeks of quarantine. And I didn't know it at the time, but this quarantine really has been a blessing in disguise for me. I'll tell you about it next time. As you are well aware by now, I'm the girl who loves to talk.